0: Hello, you're listening to the second episode of the Walt Pod, the knockoff Woj Pod, where we hop on and talk NBA basketball without any sources, but rather share our opinions.
1: Today, we're going to talk about the All-Star Game. Uh, who's in, who's out in each conference, who's on the edge, who's going to get snubbed, be good discussion. And then after that, we'll discuss who are the contenders, who are the pretenders. We put each team that's up there in a couple of tiers. Okay, so let's start out with the West All-Stars. We have 12 spots. In the West, we think there are nine locks. You have Curry, Morant, LeBron, Jokic, Donovan Mitchell, Booker, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, and Luka. We think those nine are a lock to be All-Stars, so that leaves us with three spots um, and a bunch of guys vying for that spot, those three spots. Okay, so fighting for those last three spots, we have
0: seven players we feel like are that tier. Draymond Green, Anthony Edwards, Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, Carl Anthony Towns, Shea Gilders alexander and DeAndre Ayan.
1: So let's start with Draymond Green. Um, You know, he, the Warriors have the best record in the league. They're down to second now. yeah. Second best record in the league. Them and the Suns have been flip-flopping all year. They've obviously been... um, a huge surprise this year at how good they've been. He's a three-time All-Star in the past already, which unfortunately matters. I'll t- I'll get into that a little bit later. Um <clears throat> and he's averaging, you know, 7.6 assists, which is his thing. 7.8 rebounds and of course he's a great defender. What do you think? Do you think Green is deserving? Do you think he's in? Is is he one that takes one of the three spots for you?
0: Uh, He does take one of the three spots for me, but I'm not necessarily sold that he's an all-star. You know, fan voting, I've never been a big fan of fan voting. The Warriors bandwagon, the Lakers bandwagon always get some extra points, and that's 50% of the vote. So I do think that he will be in. You know, he's a great defender, and coaches love to see winning, so the coaches vote for the other half. Probably will, once again, influence how he's in. I do not necessarily agree that he should be in. However, I do believe that he will be in. So for my predictions, I have him as in.
1: Same as me. I'm on the same page as you. I I look at these seven names and I don't think he should be in. But I think that he will get voted in because the Warriors have one of the best records in the league. They want to put two people in from the Warriors, the coaches and the fans. You get a lot of people voting for him. Um He's already been a three-time All Star, which unfortunately matters. It kind, of, you know, it's kind of like the college football thing. It's like if you're Alabama or Georgia or Notre Dame, and you've got the name and you've been there before, you get the votes for whatever reason, which I don't agree with. So, but anyways, I have Green in as well, although I don't think that he's as deserving as the other. Team. I completely agree. Okay, so after Draymond, we have Anthony Edwards,
0: who is averaging 22.6 points a game with five rebounds, three assists, 1.6 steals, and he has not been an all-star yet, and their
1: team is currently ninth in the West, the Timberwolves are. What do you think about Anthony Edwards? I think he should be in, but I have him as probably my number one snub. Um, You know, if you look at him and Draymond Green, I think he's more deserving this year, but... I think that Draymond will still get the votes uh, I really like Anthony Edwards he's an up-and-comer he's been great on Minnesota they're not quite in the playoffs right now in their spot obviously they'd be in the play-in games but um, with them not being in the playoffs as of right now he's probably out See, I barely
0: disagreed with him on this. This one was close for me. I have him in with a little bit of bias, however. He's one of my favorite young players to watch. Uh, and just because I feel like I like watching him, and you know he's got a lot of talent, high flyer, has some nice highlights, that type of stuff. I had him in. It could really flip-flop with a couple of other players, but as for now, I have him in.
1: So, yeah, so he is our guy that is right on the razor edge because I have him barely out in, and Troy has him barely in. Okay, our next one is Chris Paul. Um, 14 points a game, just over 10 assists. Obviously, he's 11-time All-Star. In my opinion, he shouldn't be in this year. Um, You know, he's good. He obviously makes a huge difference on that team. But because Phoenix is at the top of the league, I think he's in. And because he's the head of the players' union, and he's been there 11 times, and blah blah blah, all of the stupid stuff that I don't like factors in to this. Probably gets Chris Paul in, but I think there's people more deserving.
0: Yeah, uh, I echo what he says. The Players Association will help him. He's like almost every coach's dream coach vote. Big part of the a uh, big part of the All Star game, which I I don't know. They need to find find out a better way for All Star voting. The fan votes garbage when you look at the top of the list and you see Carmelo and Caruso and all those players and Wiggins. I mean fan votes kind of a joke.
1: Yeah, I mentioned this before. It kind of feels a little bit like the college football poll here because Chris Paul is very much like a Notre Dame or Alabama or Ohio State, isn't he? Yeah, he just got the name. He's got people who love him like a bandwagon, but you know, he's been there before. He's been there for 11 years. And I'm not saying he's not good. Like he's he's very good, but you know, is he really an all-star this year? Yeah, we'll both give him the nod, the one would he helps out. Yeah, I only give him the nod because I'm, I'm saying what I think will happen, not what I think is right.
0: Okay, now moving on to Chris Paul's teammate, the other person that lives out in Phoenix, DeAndre Ayton, who he also feels like is on the bubble. He is averaging 16.8 points with 11 rebounds, uh, only 1.6 assists per game. Here's the one stat I do not like, 0.8 blocks per game. He's not really that big-time defensive threat in the paint, but once again, it will help out that his team is in uh, first place in the Western Conference right now. I think he's more
1: than deserving, and, and I would put him in if the vote was up to me. Um, however... Looking at things and analyzing this, I think he's out. I think that he gets snubbed this year um, mainly because of his teammate, Chris Ball, who takes his spot.
0: Yeah, this player is one of the farther one down on my list. Uh, last time, my dad mentioned how he feels like DeAndre is underrated for the Suns team. I agree with that comment. However... He's still a dang good player. He'll give plenty of time to shine. As of now, he's lower down on my list of all the seven players that we're going to go over. Come on.
1: I mean, offensively and defensively, he is just a stud. Defensively. If they they didn't have him, if they didn't have him, I don't think that they'd they'd be in that one or two seed right now. I
0: agree with that, but defensively, you're making a case for a person who only averages 0.8 blocks per game and
1: he's holding down the paint. That's nothing that impressive. Yeah, I mean you know, he affects shots, he affects shots, it's not all about getting the blocks, I, I hear you, he's not like a Rudy Gobert or Miles Turner or anyone like that with tons of blocks, but without his length and athleticism on, on D at the defensive end, they wouldn't be as good. Well, speaking of big guys, and another big guy, Carl Anthony Towns, um, He's averaging just over 24 points, almost 10 rebounds, and three and a half assists per game. He's been an all-star twice before. Uh, I think he's out. I don't have him very, really that close to being in this year. At some point, you got to win um, to be an all-star. And he's proven over his career that he can't carry a team. Um, he's just an offensive guy. And Minnesota is better this year, but I don't have Cat in. Yeah, no, I have him barely out
0: too. Uh, I think it's a little ironic. The other day, he was on a different podcast. I heard that, and he was talking about Russell Wills, uh, Russell Westbrook, about chasing stats and how he only puts up the stats. When I look at him, he's like this. He's doing the same thing. He's not winning. He's putting up stats, though.
1: Yeah, Westbrook's won more than him.
0: Yeah, the one thing I will say though is, I mean, would you consider him a defensive uh, like? Oh no. I consider him a defensive liability. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. He still averages 1.2 blocks per game and one still, which is higher than DeAndre.
1: Ayton. Oh, okay, you baited me into that. Yeah, that's you?
0: what I wanted to say. But well, at the same time, you know, I have him barely above DeAndre, and neither one making it on my squad. Okay, uh, though,
1: really, if you, if you wanted to... Draft just for a defensive guy. Would you want Ayton or Towns? <laughs> Ayton, but I'm not saying. Ayton's <laughs> clearly a better defender. Okay. okay. That's why you can't look
0: at stat. <laughs> yeah, well, stats. Yeah. Stats matter. He's a stat batter, Carl Anthony Towns. But the one other thing I will say Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns, both on the little bubble that we have. I gave Anthony Edwards a nod over Carl Anthony Towns because of one pure reason killer instinct. Anthony Edwards, in my mind, is a winner. Carl Anthony Towns is not, which we just talked about. Yeah, I agree. When you watch him.
1: Um, I think Anthony Edwards has the it factor and will do more for that Minnesota team than Cat has done over his career. He's tried, right? And Minnesota's gone nowhere with him. Okay, next, Damian Lillard, uh,
0: who has been there as an all-star quite a few times, six times now. You kind of feel like coming into this year, he would have been a lock, but now with what his team's doing and how disengaged he looks. I'm not putting him as a lock. He's averaging 24 points on seven and a half assists. But just because the team's still relying on him, he's, once again, I feel like putting out plain stats, not really helpful stats. Wait, so you said not a lock, though. But are you saying he's not in at all? I'm not saying he's in at all. I was saying, I'm saying, coming into this year, I had him as a lock. Gotcha. Like, before the season started, he was a lock in my mind. But now, suddenly, with what Portland's doing,
1: he's way below a lock. I don't even have him in. Wow. Okay. So you think Lillard is completely out. I have Lillard in still. And um, again, this is me conceding to the powers that be uh, that because he's been there before, he will get in. Do I think he's deserving? Not really. I mean, he's still Lillard. He's, He's good. He's been, I think, very unengaged if you watch him this year. Uh, his team is terrible. Portland's heading nowhere fast. I think they maybe had to do a blow up situation where they trade, do a bunch of trades and kind of start over. And um, he, you know, you can't blame that on him, but he is definitely less engaged this year. And, and I don't think what he's done on the court this year makes him an all star. Having said all that, I think he's still in. <laughs> okay, what do you think of Shea Gilgus Alexander? Um, I had him as on the bubble uh i did not have him
0: in my dad didn't even have him close to the bubble this is a tough situation right now thunder and lose now mode, tank for picks um he's kind of the bright spot him and a little bit of josh giddy and lou dort are their only bright spot for the future uh his stats alone you probably put him in for and the way he shows up night after night however because thunder
1: 14th in the west i do not have him in yeah, I mean, he plays for such a bad team. I like him. He's a good young star. I, I don't think he's really on the bubble that much, personally. I Somebody's got to score on that team, and I, I guess it's him. So to summarize, um, for me, those last three positions that we had in the West, I have being filled by Lillard and Draymond Green and Chris Paul. Um, but my biggest snub is Anthony Edwards, followed closely by Aiton. So if it were up to me, I actually would replace Anthony Edwards and Aiton for Chris Paul and Draymond Green. But because I know the system and the bias, I think those two guys still get in. That's my summary. All right,
0: perfect. I like your predictions. For mine, just to summarize, Draymond Green, Anthony Edwards, Chris Paul, no specific order. Uh, I like Anthony Edwards the most, however. My number one snub... Uh, I'll give it to Lillard because Lillard's still putting up numbers this year, even though his team's down, he doesn't necessarily look as good as he has in years past, but you know, I don't know. He just, he needs to figure it out. Portland needs to figure it out.
1: Before we finish off the West here, we wanted to mention just a couple of guys. We didn't even mention as snubs. Um, a couple that are funny, actually, Anthony Davis for one, um, don't even think he's on the radar this year. He hasn't played enough. Um, then you have Andrew Wiggins that some people think are in running. Well, that's mainly because of fanboat. I don't think he's deserving. And then De'Aaron Fox and Brandon Ingram. Ingram's been an all-star before. I just think the Pelicans are too pathetic this year. And and Fox has been good, but not great. So we didn't even put those guys as snubs. You agree? Yeah,
0: no. Those are a couple of names that we're kind of laughing and talking about after. Like, oh. We didn't even have those on there at all, you know. Anthony Davis, if he somehow makes it, the whole entire All Star voting's rigged. I mean, he, he has no reason to be in that group to, this year. He had a poor start of the season. All Lakers fans complaining, what happened to Anthony Davis? He's not like what he was in the bubble. He's injury prone. Well, they all still go out and vote for him if he somehow makes it. Not not worth it. I mean, yeah. Plus the plus the Lakers have underachieved. So yeah, Andrew Wiggins, one other person. Steph Curry. I don't think anybody really thought of him as an all-star. Then Steph Curry after one game just decides to, you know, talk about it in a press conference and tweet it out after Andrew Wiggins is an all-star. Then you got all the bandwagon Warriors fans hopping on. He's not an all star. De'Aaron Fox and Ingram are in a similar
1: similar situation. Too crappy of a team to make it. Look at Wiggins versus Anthony Edwards, for example. Is there anyone in their right mind that takes Wiggins over Edwards? No. no. Jumping over to the East now, so Similarly to the West, we think there's nine locks and then three open spots. And the nine locks for the All-Stars in the East are Trey Young, Kevin Durant, Giannis Embiid, Harden, Zach Levine, Tatum, Jimmy Butler, and DeMar DeRozan. Uh, Believe it or not, he's a lock. Who would have thought at the beginning of the year that he was a lock for the All-Star? But that's our nine uh, lock All-Stars.
0: Okay, after those nine locks, we had seven players once again on that next tier below who are, are all on the bubble. Those seven players include Jared Allen, Darius Garland, Bradley Bill, Drew Holiday, Lamelo Ball, Jalen Brown, and Fred VanVleet. We'll start out with Jared Allen, who's um, a center this year for the Cavs. You know, he's been really stepping up his play and to a whole new level.
1: Boy, I like I like him a lot, and I just don't think Cleveland gets two guys in, and so I had. Obviously, they're gonna have one Cleveland guy in. It's in Cleveland, and maybe they give him both a spot because it's in Cleveland. The the All Star games in Cleveland this year, but you know, I gotta give the nod to Garland, and we'll talk about him next. Which to me knocks Jared Allen out. Boy, he's he's deserving though. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I guess we can just talk about two right here. I gave the nod to both, and I don't know if that's the smartest decision as far as predictions go. I don't know if that will come true, but you know, it's in Cleveland. They have a surprising amount of fan votes. I think. They're you know, they're both up and common. They're I mean, they turned the Cavs team around. We talked about this last week in the power rankings. The team's sixth in the east without Colin Sexton, who
1: coming into the year, I think everybody thought was their best player. Yeah, now he's out for the year. So I they both are deserving. Cleveland has been a huge surprise in the league this year, uh, no doubt about it. I just think Garland has been the guy they go to at the end of games, hitting the big shots, and has just a slight edge above Jarrett. And so so I'm going to say yes to Garland, no to Jarrett. Yeah, yes for both for me. Well, let's talk about our next guy, Fred Van Vliet. Um why well, I sure like Van Vliet. He's definitely the leader of that Toronto team. Um, and he has never been an all-star. And he's been close, you know, last episode you talked about how this might be his year to be in the all-star i i wish it was i think he's deserving. it's just as i look at other spots i don't think he makes it this year And I, and i have him getting snubbed barely uh, yeah, I do too. Last week, uh,
0: I was a little bit, I was feeling a little high on Van Vliet, and I was out here, he's an all-star for sure, no doubt about it. <laughs> I was all excited about it, and I made a bold prediction that I am now officially taking back once I took a little bit of a closer look. I like Van Vliet. Um, he was a key part to that rapper's finals run. Probably, I would say, the most underrated piece during that finals run with yeah, I mean, Kawhi. Yeah, he
1: was, he probably hit as many or more clutch shots as... Anyone on that team, yeah. including Kawhi.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I really like Van Vliet. That's, that's a player that I feel like he's just like a Chris Paul. No matter what team you throw him on, he's going to fit in. And uh, as much as I'd love to give him the All-Star nod, I have him as a snub.
1: Oof, taking back his prediction. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know if you can ever believe me again. <laughs> okay, next we have Jalen Brown, uh, who's averaging 24 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 1.2 steals. And he's been an all-star. He was an all-star last year. Uh, but the problem with me to not give a nod to both Tatum and Brown is because the Celtics are pretty crappy this year. They're 10th in the East.
1: Yeah, and they've kind of been a train wreck, you know, with so many expectations. We talked about that in our last episode that they're they're in trouble right now. They, Gosh, they were so close and only a couple of years ago, but they just aren't playing well enough to get two guys in. But let me ask you, why... Why Tatum over Brown? I agree with you. I have Brown out and I have Tatum in, but why is it that Tatum gets the nod over Jalen Brown? That's something I've been thinking about. I mean, when I actually compare him
0: person to person, I'm not sure who the better player is. I mean, Tatum probably has an edge on the scoring barely, but I give Brown the edge defensively. And uh, maybe mentality wise too. I mean,
1: Tatum can be lazy.
0: At yeah, I would say my main guess though of why that is is when Brown was in his second year and Tatum was in his rookie year. We talked about the run to the Eastern Conference Finals against LeBron. Tatum was more explosive that year. He was in uh, rookie for the year, rookie of the year race behind Simmons and Mitchell, and. I think they almost just kind of, you know, all the advertisement and propaganda kind of just had him as the star of the Celtics, like the face of the franchise.
1: It's like Tatum broke out a little bit earlier than Brown and has therefore always stayed ahead of Brown.
0: Yeah, like last year I would say almost, uh, you know what, Tatum actually had a decent year last year. He turned it on in the playoffs. The beginning of last year and even the beginning of this year, Jalen Brown's been the better player. But Tatum kind of turns it on
1: and I just think that he's kind of portrayed as more of a star. Well, okay, think about this and, you know, for your team in the NBA – your team that you like, for us, it's the Jazz. Would you rather have Galen Brown or would you rather have Tatum? See, for I'd our, take
0: Brown. Uh, but that's just the fit for the Jazz. I'd 100% take Brown, too. But, I mean, you go to a team like if, let's just say pretend that we're depressed Pistons fans who are about to rebuild. Who do you take?
1: Yeah, maybe
0: you take Tatum. I don't know. It really depends on the situation. Brown has
1: a better mentality to me. Yeah, you no,
0: know, he does, for sure. He's just less lazy. I mean, this is just... I mean, we both have him as snubbed, right? We both yeah, have him as I have him
1: as out, but it's only because his teammate's there. And, and I could switch it just as easily, but I think he's out. I know, it's weird. So let's talk about LaMelo Ball next. Um, you know, Charlotte has been really quite good this year. and You know, not amazing, but they're in the playoff hunt. But their offense is incredible. I mean, they're one of the best offensive teams in the league. And I feel like one guy's got to get in from Charlotte. And I don't think it's Bridges. So I have Lamella Ball as basically my last spot in. And I have him making it. I think for whatever reason, fans will vote for him. Maybe not. But, you know, he shares the ball. He makes things happen for his team. They're such a good scoring team. I have him slightly, just barely getting in. Yeah, um,
0: I have him out. But I'm not really sure why. When I looked at his stats, I was like, I kind of made this before I looked at the stats, and I was like, you know what? He's got some pretty dang good stats. Charlotte hasn't been bad yet this year. You make a good point about the fan vote, but there's still something that just lacking of. He hasn't really proved himself yet. You know they made they
1: got killed in the playing game last year. Um, yeah, it just yeah. I mean they certainly haven't made a playoff run, and and they didn't come close to it last year, but. I just have him slightly in. You have him as a snub, then.
0: Yeah. When you look at fan voting now, however, he is fourth, or, or let's see, fifth right now in the East with uh, four hundred twenty-two thousand votes. Um, so uh, yeah, the fans do love the Ball brothers. There's something about Lavar coming out speaking out. I don't know. I have him as out. You have him as in. Okay. Next up on our list is Drew Holiday, who is averaging eighteen and a half this year with on almost seven assists with one point six steals a game. And the Bucs are currently in fourth in the East, tied for the Heat, I'm pretty sure, for the third seed. So they're about neck and neck. He has been an all-star one time before. And when I was doing this research for it, I was shocked to see the season he was an all-star, which I want to start with. It was a 2013-2014 season in Philadelphia. Do you even really remember him that much on wow, Philadelphia? I,
1: do, I didn't remember that, no.
0: And then I looked through the rest of the stats. I don't know why. This is just interesting. I wanted to talk about this real quick. It was one of his worst years as far as stat-wise go. You go and look what he was doing in New Orleans when he was down there with Anthony Davis, you know. Then you look what he's been doing in Milwaukee and even other years on Philadelphia. I have no idea why the heck he was an All-Star that year.
1: Yeah, well, I'm all in on Drew Holiday. I think he's great. You know, maybe it's just a hangover from the finals last year. If anyone watched the finals, he was just a dog in those finals and played such amazing defense. Hit big shots was just a stud and and you know I think that is actually propelling me to say he deserves it this year. Yeah, he's been great this year too. And I still think Milwaukee's kind of just coasting through the regular season, you know, to make it to the playoffs and make a run again. But Holiday's great. I've got him in. I think he deserves it.
0: Yeah, I talked about him last week also. I called him the best perimeter def- defender in the league. I'm not taking that statement back. I completely stick with that <laughs> statement. Um, I'd call him one of the most underrated players in the league still with everything he does. But it kind of feels weird to say that the way I think about Milwaukee, honest as such a star. I'd almost call him like the best role player in the league, just like the way he plays. So that's why I barely have him as a snub. I just
1: don't think of him as a star. And our last guy on the bubble in the East is Bradley Bill. Um, you know, Bill is down almost well, almost five or six points on his average this year. Um, not really an efficient player. He is a three-time All-Star. He has been a snub before when I think he's deserved it. But um, then he did get in last year. As a starter, uh, as a starter last year. Last year um, but his numbers were better last year. And Washington hasn't really improved this year. They started the season better, but now they're about where they they ended the year last year, too. So I, you know, I have him out. I barely have him
0: in. And uh, when I look at this, he's just not scoring as much simply because he doesn't need to this year in Washington. They added some pieces that are scorers. KCP can hit down that corner three. Kuzma's been playing dang good. He had a uh, career week this week. Um... Checking his fantasy stats, he went like 53, 55, 57 this week, fantasy point-wise. I don't know exactly how the stats translated. Montrezl Harrell has returned to him, his old self, and he is uh, just helping out the load with Bradley Bill. As much as um, Russell Westbrook does demand the ball on offense, he was making it so Bradley Bill, I would still say,
1: had to shoot more shots last year, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I can see that. They they definitely added good pieces, and I think they did... They did so much better than Lakers on that trade. <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was better for the Wizards than it was for the Lakers. But they've kind of gone downhill the last couple weeks. They started the season good. And I don't know. I just I don't think that Bill is quite at the level that he has been. So I just barely have him snubbed. Okay, just a nice little recap of what we chose
0: in the East. We already set our locks, but then for me, I had Jared Allen, Darius Garland, and Bradley Bill in. I gave two nods to the Cleveland players, which I'm not sure if it's actually going to happen, but I feel like they kind of deserve it, me in hometown, and I gave Bradley Bill one, too.
1: Yeah, and I had Garland in, Drew Holiday, and LaMelo Ball. And, you know, my biggest snub was probably Bill... Um, Maybe really close behind that, Jared Allen was my next snub, but uh, I like my choices. We'll see what happens. To wrap up the East, um, we want to mention a couple of guys we didn't even name as snubs like we did for the West. Um a couple surprises on the list. You got Sabonis with Indiana, Bam Adebayo with Miami, um, and then you have Middleton and and then Julius Randle, who was an all-star last year. So, you know, Sabonis out of those four is probably the only one that maybe, in my opinion, we could have included um, as a snub this year. I I just think he's out because Indiana is so bad this year. Um, similar with Julius Randle and the Knicks. The Knicks just don't have an all-star. Randall's not quite as good this year. They're, what, 11th, 12th, something yeah. like that in, <clears throat> in the East. And what do you think about Middleton? And, and of course, Bam just hasn't played enough. Yeah. has no. and just uh, Yeah, if Bam plays enough, he's for sure. I think he's yeah, in. Yeah, but what do you think about Middleton? Uh, yeah, this one's a little surprising because, you know, he's
0: been an all-star quite a few times now, but I think the the key difference this year is, uh, we were talking about this, Middleton uh, has kind of got the spotlight shared with Drew Holiday now. They're just such co-stars to back up, you know, the superstar in Giannis, and because Drew Holiday's playing dang good this year, they're not going to talk about just one co-star behind Giannis. It's both of them, which kind
1: of hurts both their chances to be an all-star, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, Drew's taking some of the load, and, and because of that, I think Holiday you know i said i think he's in and and so we didn't even have middleton on the on the bubble at all um kind of interesting so the the big one there though is if bam was healthy he would take a spot and then there'd be another guy out
0: yeah that's what i that's what i'm assuming assuming that he keeps up what he was playing at the beginning of the year one last thing i want to hurry and point out ironic you call Sabonis having a mid-year on a crappy team the night after us as Jazz fans lost to them with Sabonis dropping
1: a career-high 42 points on us, correct? Yeah, he sure looked like an (laughs) all-star But, you know, no Gobert, so the paint was wide open. Yeah, so those are our all-stars who we don't think are quite snubs. Well, that covers it for our all-star picks in both the West and the East and who we think are getting snubbed um took a little more time than we thought so i think we'll save next time to go over the tier of contenders
0: perfect yeah we'd like to thank you guys for listening uh this is the Walt Pod signing off for now